0: Hey everyone, welcome to episode 215 of 15 with Andy, Randy, and Jeff. It is yours truly solo for one more week as week three of our annual summer series featuring members of the Whole Life Church is already more than half over and there's only one more week to go. And unfortunately, we have more than a week, we have more than a month. We have even more than three months to go before summer will begin to grant us a reprieve from the heat and humidity, which I'm also going to blame on COVID. It just seems more oppressive and brutal than usual, doesn't it? Or maybe it's just me and, gee whiz, we've just gotten started. It's only July, but man, it just really seems hot this year. Stay hydrated. Get your necessary vitamin D. Don't, Don't trade one for the other. Just do them both. And then back into the AC. Stay strong out there because it has been absolutely brutal. What's been great, I think, has been this series. Last week, Andy sat down and talked with Advent Health's infectious control officer, Dr. Vincent Shu and his wife, Grace, who is their safety and high reliability coordinator at Advent Health Orlando campus. And as daily frontline medical workers that are faced with a full range and reality of the pandemic, they left us with a great reminder that we don't have control over everything and recognizing that for those instances when we don't, when there's limits to what we can do, we need to leave the rest to God and to His will. This idea has been universal throughout this series, and it it won't change this week as Andy sat down with Whole Life member Linda Ryan. And for those of you who may not know Linda personally, you'll find her up front. You'll have seen her up front in the past on many occasions, singing, speaking, uh, smile on her face all the time. You'll find her boys in kids' productions at church and playing the drums with the music team a really cool family that I'm happy to say I've gotten to know just a little bit better over the last couple of weeks as we've been filming church and she's been a part of the singing and a couple of weeks ago she had a, a a little monologue about the racial tensions that we've been going through in this country so you might have seen her then and I'm going to break down Linda's conversation with Andy in really just in two simple parts not because the rest wasn't worthy of considering but because I don't want us to miss a couple of very important things that can really fundamentally change our lives for the better, anytime, but maybe most impactful during times of crisis like we find ourselves now. One of her realizations since COVID began was that she learned that she really liked simplicity. And she knew that maybe a little bit before the pandemic struck, but she said, some of the things, or maybe a lot of the things that I've spent my time doing in the past, have not brought as much value to my daily life as I thought they did, so I sort of dropped by. The, I sort of dropped them by the wayside. I mean, how often have we told ourselves this as we race through life at ridiculous, unsustainable speeds in pursuit of what? Man, if we could just simplify a little bit, you know, we evaluate, we declutter, and we want to lessen our burden, and, and that always feels great. But personally, I. Listen to what she had to say, and with the smile on her face that she said it, even if you listen to the podcast, Speaking of Grace, our weekly message, you can hear the smile in her in her voice as she's talking about this, that this was really something that she found and I believe was just really relieved and happy that she confirmed what she already probably knew pretty well that she just wanted to simplify. Personally, I'm just thinking about it and going, I would love And I'm trying to find ways to simplify my calendar and just free up more time for family, personal growth, without, of course, breaking the bank. I want to slow down more. Well, I want to slow down a lot more and a lot more often. And so this has been another kind of shot in the arm to go, you can do this. Don't give up. Seems impossible. And I know we all have those things that we really do. Oh, We just want to change about our life and sometimes just simplifying might be the simplest answer we can come up with and maybe the one with the most benefits if you stop and think about it. So that's something I've been thinking about ever since I heard her speak this uh, this past Sabbath and it's really stuck with me and uh, just going to look for more ways to simplify. Linda and Andy also discussed the exhaustion that she's felt during these recent months with the racial tensions that our country has been going through. And of course, for much, much longer than simply a few months, this has been happening. And I'm not going to go too deep into that discussion because I feel like those are conversations that respectfully need to happen with the people whose advice we are seeking that they be present and speak for themselves. And since we didn't have that coordination, um, I just I don't want to go too deep into it. But I love the way she talked about the importance of how we love God and how it directly relates to how we treat ourselves and others. Are we loving God like we've always been taught to do? Like, well, yeah, of course I love God, right? We it's it's like an obedient place in our mind and we've been taught it it's been over and over in our minds from our parents, from maybe Sabbath school teachers or Sunday school teachers. Or are we growing and learning to love our relationship with Him and His love for us? Are we are we learning how to receive it? Because that's what is going to make our loving natural. I love how she she worded this, and I'm I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, but once that becomes a natural invitation to accept and to give love that way with God, it's going to be an outpouring of God through us, that's going to affect others and how we treat them. And that's how real change happens, along with these conversations that we're having that are involving, you know, people, we're not really agreeing on a lot when it comes to COVID. There's so much misinformation and so many facts that we're pretty sure of and the different angles you can take. And, you know, and then you add the racial injustices and, and George Floyd and all these things that have happened. And it seems like everything has just kind of come to a head. And it's really, she broke it down to the point that if we can really square up our relationship with God within ourselves and how we're going to accept his love, that may be just the secret to the transparency and the honesty that these conversations require. And if we're going to have these conversations, which are difficult at times, most often, and they... You know, sometimes they're harder to even just get started. If we're doing it in this way and with this love of God and with this realization, think of how much more impactful those conversations are going to be now into the future and the momentum that we can take with it. I really thought that was a key piece and not something I've heard before specifically in that in that way as it pertains to this racial inequality and the things that we're struggling with right now. So, definitely don't miss that because again, what I just talked about was a paraphrase. It's the way I took it from what she said, but it was really really good and I think it's something to consider and the way the way she described it really came across as this is something that's really important that we need to get right if we're going to really have some lasting momentum from these conversations and as we talked to Gray uh, Craig back in episode 209 as we talked about these you know these conversations on race and how difficult they are, but how we don't want them to stop because we want to keep that dialogue open. We want to continue to understand each other and we want to continue to move forward until everyone feels like they're apart, like they belong, like their life matters just as much as everybody else's does. So please don't miss her message because I think the way that she attacked each subject was very, very unique to her, which you know i don't think that's a surprise but it was just really unique to her her vantage point and i really enjoyed the way she came across in each of these very thoughtful and very enlightening, and I, I just just don't miss it. And you can do that today. Just swipe up right now in today's show notes and whatever app you're listening to this on and click the link to our sister podcast. It's in the show notes. It's called Speaking of Grace, which contains our weekly message in audio format. Of course, you can always go to Church, and you can find the archives there, and you can go back and watch the message if that's easier. But Linda's advice and perspective was just very enlightening, and I, I don't think you should miss it because it really... Even though we've been talking about this, it just gave me another perspective that I know I haven't had yet. And that was very, very enjoyable and very reassuring to me that anytime you can just add to your understanding, it just makes everything else easier moving forward. All right. Finally, her parting bit of advice for us was very simple, but yet very profound. And Andy asked her what God would want to say to us that we should hold on to from having gone through this whole crazy crisis, everything that's happened. And her answer was so simple. She said one word, surrender. Why does it seem that so often the most profound and meaningful things that we can really put into action are just the most simple? Surrender. Surrender. So, Just as a kind of a recap, we've seen a family confronted with their entire household infected with COVID and they met the challenge head on and decided that fear was not going to be a part of their story. We've been exposed to the frontline medical team last week, husband and wife in the thick of the pandemic, every reason to have fear. They know more than they should. They know more than probably anybody else, but they realize that we don't have control. But the good news is that God does. And then in today's... You know, we're keeping with those ideas. Linda, she's guiding her family with simplicity and a surrender to God through it all. Three different families, three different sets of circumstances, but all with the same realization that by surrendering and giving up control to God, we can truly live happier and, and more meaningful lives in service to others that need to hear those same simple truths. Nothing earth-shattering, right? I mean, surrender, giving up control, realizing that we don't have control. And with that, there is no fear. It doesn't have to be part of our story. And that really allows us to live, I think, happier, more meaningful lives, and we can do it in service to others because we're not worried about the other things that can just take control of us and leave us in a spot where we just have no, no action. We're just, we're stuck. And the fact that so many people can need to hear those truths, but they also need to see them in action. You know, talk is cheap. We all know that. But when people see it in action and go, what about this person is different how come you're not worried about this? And not that we don't we don't just live recklessly. We don't just do things that are crazy. But we live like we they talked about last week. Uh, the Shoes talked about, you know, they do certain activities. They're getting back to a little bit of normalcy, but they're doing it in a protected way. They're doing it in a careful way. They're doing it with a common sense approach. And, you know, people look at that and wonder why aren't these people sounding alarms 24-7. They work in this field. And I think when people see that kind of calm and just a, a simple common sense approach to things, they have to wonder where does that come from? Because it's it it's just not, man, it's just not in our everyday life where we see it. It's not promoted on the news. It's not people you run into. It's just a, it's very different. in Wow, to be a peculiar people in this way, how awesome would that be as we try to, you know, stay outside of our walls and encourage people to come to Jesus and invite them into a lifelong friendship with God. These are very simple things that we can all do. Not that they're easy to implement, but they're easy to work on anyway and get started. So, this week, one of our Whole Life Takeaways asked, how would your reaction to the COVID crisis be affected by the realization of God's constant presence? goes right along with what we're talking about. And I'd answer that personally by saying that my reaction has been one of gratefulness because I really haven't worried or lived in fear for myself or for my family since this pandemic began. It isn't that I don't believe I can get it because I know I can. Or that I couldn't become very sick or possibly even die from it. There have been anomalies all over the place with this. And, you know, nobody can explain it. But from the beginning, I've had a piece about it. And I'm so thankful about that. Part of it has been the reading through the Bible in a year. Thank you, Richard Hickam, who invited me along with a bunch of other people to read along. And, you know, I'll be honest, there's a lot of days I get behind, weeks when I get a couple of days behind, I'm not up. But everyone shares, even if I don't catch it that day, I always go back and read the comments from people that are reading the same thing that I am trying to grab the same or additional insights. And it's really helped a lot. I mean, my job brings me in contact with many people in places and we all do our best to obviously distance. I think that's the most important, you know, wear masks as appropriate, particularly when we're indoors or in close quarters with people washing hands constantly. This is something we should all have been doing anyway, which I'm I'm a pretty good hand washer. I do that all the time. And then boosting our immune system with healthy habits, the best of practices that we can. My wife, that's her department. She does a great job. And honestly, this series, you know, although altogether different from our normal summer series, which I've told you time again that I love, I get to sit across the table at the church studio, And get to know our guest speakers before we speak on on the podcast, during, of course. And then afterwards, you know, sometimes it's a half an hour, an hour would be before we would leave as we got to know each other. And I feel like I've made new friends. So this year has been an unexpected equal blessing to me with these stories. Because each of them has been full of, again, common sense, calm-inducing advice from people who have experienced firsthand the times we're living in in a unique and challenging way, that have tested their faith and their resolve only to come out better for the difficult times and isn't that what we all want is to know that we can face whatever comes our way, and if we do it with God, we give that surrender, we let him lead that we're always going to come out looking better, feeling better, and shining better for others to see and and then you know it just makes people want to be a part of that. And that's just spreading the good news. So I absolutely love it. I hope this series has brought you that same hope. I know it's, it's everything's been chaos and it seems to be our new norm, at least until, well, I don't know who knows when, uh, but at some point we'll be past it. I, it, and it'll all seem probably like a bad dream. And we'll all remember 2020 for, or in hopefully not 2021. I'm knocking on some wood here in the studio, but hopefully, as we get to the other side, we'll see this as an immense time of growth, introspection, and I think these these stories are going to be something we can look back on and say, man, those really were impactful while we were going through this, and it's really changed the trajectory of where I was. It's you know sharpened a little bit here, it's moved a little bit there, and I'm better for it. So how about you? Have you been able to simply surrender to God and let Him take over? Absolutely would love to hear how you've been able to find that surrender in yourself and maybe extend that confidence in your God to your family, your coworkers, neighbors, anyone who has needed to find that respite and just find a break from just all the craziness. Send a voicemail or text to 407-965-1607. Or as always, you can send it in an email to podcast at wholelife.church. I would love to nothing better than to share by reading your comments, or if you send me a voicemail, I'll be happy to play that on next week's episode. And I think uh, the last time that Andy and I had spoken, that next week will be our last week of this series, and he will be sitting down with Hurdley Pellini, and that'll be the final installment of this. And I know you don't want to miss that, and she is, if I remember correctly, she is a mental health professional in some capacity. And I'm not sure. So don't quote me on what it is exactly she does, but I think we're going to try to get with her on the phone and try to do a recap of kind of everything we've talked about and um, maybe kind of get an update as to where we might be headed as far as COVID and different things. So hopefully we'll all be back together next week uh, for a normal sized, normal group episode for next week. So Again, hope you all are doing well, staying safe, washing your hands, distancing, doing all the things that we're supposed to do to hopefully bring this to at least as muted a close for as long as we can. So that's going to do it for this week. Always join us on Tuesday evenings for Speaking of Grace if you missed the message from the previous week. And of course, every Wednesday morning here as usual for next week, it'll be episode 216. Thanks for listening, guys. Have a great week.